Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey. I like their jingle. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's fun. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is the Gateway to Grace Call. My name's Elizabeth Tobin. I'm a certified resonance repatterning practitioner. I'm here with James Dempsey, James the Shaman. We're going to be talking tonight about Crusader Kama. Um, you want to start, James, or do you want me to do a little introduction here? Um, sure. But right before we do that, I'd like to say a few things before we do the uh, invocation. Right. Yeah, right. well, Liz came up with this idea, and uh, I think it's a great one. It's very timely. And um, when we start checking into where we are in the cosmos during this recent month that we've had, that uh, it really seems very appropriate to to be bringing up the uh, the whole Crusader energy thing. Um, you know, the Middle East is, is is in flames, and you know we here in the West, it, it's kind of true that we're sort of uh, inured to it now until something actually happens here in the West, you know. So the the recent Paris, uh, Paris terrorist attacks, you know, sort of woke everybody up. And, and the fact of the matter is, in, that's what's going on in Syria and Iraq and lots of other places in the Middle East. That's going on every day. And, uh, you know, it sort of gets lost. Uh, it gets lost in the... Uh, in, in the magnitude of it, actually, just the amount, you, you can't, it, it, it'd be very difficult to pay attention to that all the time, I think, because it's, it's too painful, un, unless it was actually going on right, on right around you all the time, then you'd have to pay attention to it. But uh, So Liz thought that this was a good idea to bring that up, and we've actually... Uh, in the last couple of days, we've talked to the council at length about it. So what what's going to happen tonight, uh, the council could talk for hours and hours and hours on this subject, and it has this subject has so many branches that we've actually decided we're probably going to do the next couple of gateway graces on different aspects of, of what we're going to talk about and introduce tonight. So, so yeah. Liz? Yeah, so yeah, so my my task tonight is to try to keep the discussion focused because it is um it's a big broad topic. So I'll try to keep the the discussion focused and keep the uh, the council on point. If I, if I can, we shall see. You're a good moderator. <laughs> Thank you for that. They told me to don't be afraid to interrupt. Right. <laughs> I had to repattern that one because, you know, good girls don't interrupt. So, anyways. So, um, so yeah. <clears throat> do, do you want to do a little invocation and we'll move into it, James? Are you, are you ready for that? Yes. I'd like you to do the invocation this time because we talked about that. So. Yeah. Okay. So, James had thought it would be nice to do a little bit of centering and grounding before we start to talk about this issue. I think it's a good idea, too, because this it's this is a pretty charged issue for a lot of us, and I think that we're going to see as we go through tonight's discussion some insight into why it's so charged. So let's start with a little centering and grounding. So I'm just going to ask you to sit back and close your eyes and if you are uh, listening to the recording, you can you can join in with the centering and grounding as well. And if you're on the call live and you're not in a space where you can actually do this, um, that's okay. We will do it for you, and you can be supported by the group energy. So just sit back, close your eyes, and just connect with your breath 
breathing in and out through your nose as deeply as you can. And as you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your lower back. Fill up your belly like a balloon, expanding out at your ribs. Nice long exhales. And just check in with your body and notice any places of holding or tension. And breathe into those areas, filling them up with energy and breath and light. And as you breathe out, breathe out any holding, any tension. And with each exhale, feel yourself release and relax and let go. Now bring your attention into your heart center. As you breathe in, take in that unconditional love that flows throughout the universe. As you breathe out, send out that unconditional love that resides within you. So there's a perfect balance, a perfect exchange of energy and love on the inflow and on the outflow. And know that you're surrounded by love, both within and without. And now imagine the earth is surrounded by and bisected by a net of light. And you are a point of light on that net. Just feel as you breathe out love that you are breathing out, sending love into the net of light that flows through and to everyone and everything, the entire planet, our planet Earth. And as you breathe in, breathe in that love that flows through this net of light. Feel yourself supported and nurtured by that love. And when you feel ready, you can open your eyes. Wow, I wasn't expecting the net of light. That was awesome. Yeah, I wasn't either. It just kind of came up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's a little better than just a straight grounding exercise because this is going to, I think we're going to need some of that love flowing throughout the universe when the subject comes up. So, um, Did you want to discuss the Crusader karma before we go or... or, or or do you just want to get into it? Um, I'm not sure I have a whole lot to say about it. Um, you might have more to say about it than I do. I was going to get into it, if that's okay. Uh, but if you have anything that you want to talk about first. Well, one of the things about Crusader Karma is that um, probably most of the people on the planet have some of it there was there were there were five or six i you know there were there were more than a couple of crusades and they happened uh you know they happened over a span of a two or three hundred years and 
1095 to 1291, my Google says. Oh, 10, 1095 to 1291. So that's basically... Uh, 200, span of 200 years. Now, how many were there, does Google say? Although somebody else says they started in 1147. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them, Wikipedia says. There's seven crusades in uh, in 200 years. And the other issue is that, um, you know, uh, Islam got spread by uh, at the point of a sword. And so did uh, the Mongols spread themselves at the at the point of a sword or the point of an arrow, I suppose, as well. So, you know, chances of chances are that anybody listening to this call in a past life fought on um, one or or maybe even both sides. <laughs> fought in a crusade or two um i have done uh, you know i've done some extensive shamanic journey and trying to figure out my own my own personal past life tree and um, i fought in three different crusades and i fought on both sides i fought uh i fought on the christian side twice and i fought on the uh islamic side once um and interestingly enough the out of those three the I was uh, the only one I survived was when I was on the Islamic side <laughs> because I was an archer and was far away. <laughs> when I was a Christian soldier, I uh, I didn't survive one of the battles that I fought in. So it was interesting. So I have three different lifetimes that constitute Crusader karma. So chances are pretty good that everybody listening and Everybody you know probably has some crusader karma. So uh, to have this whole Middle East issue come up uh, and have it be so everybody has blinking buttons to push uh, in their energetic system. So these calls we're going to do over the next tonight and over the next couple of months are going to sort of point out some of these issues and address them. So, uh, ready to get right into it? Please? I am, All yes. All right, good. So, the guide we're going to talk to is, uh, the council seem to have plenty of different guides that seem to be well-versed and that they've, uh, we've, we've talked to them twice in the last few days, and they're very interested. It's very interesting, very broad, very deep subject as well. So, um, we're going to talk to a guide called, called We Are Marlu meaning that the guide itself is a committee, as well as the council being an even bigger committee. Uh, this is a guide that um, that Liz and I have been talking to for many, many years, and old friend, this guide. So we are Maru. Hello. Hi, who is this? We are Marlu. Oh, thank you for coming. Greetings. Blessings. Thank you. So so the Paris bombings got me thinking about the Middle East and the centuries of war there. And it occurred to me that we're sort of still fighting these crusades. It's just a modern-day version of it. And collectively, we must still be carrying the resonance of the crusades as a generational pattern or a karmic pattern. And then it occurred to me, well, collectively, we could shift that resonance. So that's why we decided to do this call tonight. So so let's talk about the crusader energy as a generational or, or, or a karmic pattern that's rising up in the collective field at this time. Um, can you tell us more about that? The crusader energy is rising up in the collective field constantly, actually. The, the, the Middle East has been a source of conflict, particularly in the in the twentieth century, almost for the entire time, uh, coming out of the Ottoman Empire into the foundation of the 
what is now the state disputed state of Israel, as well as all the other wars, all the other decolonialization. The interesting thing about the Middle East is if it was if it was tribal like it should be, there'd probably be more like 30 or 40 countries. So many of the states in the Middle East that you are aware of are are really cobbled together and were decided by exiting colonial powers. Jordan, Iraq, uh, Syria, Lebanon, would would look very different if they were broken down along tribal lines. Mm. Right, right. And so, so let's look at this issue of of the karma that's being played out. Um, and as James mentioned, many people living on the planet today actually carry this crusader karma because they've incarnated um, at one time or another uh, as fighting in the Crusades. So how are the effects of that playing out on the planet today? The, the effects of that are seeing as how the, the, the channel and pr- probably most of you on this live call are, are Westerners will talk We'll talk about it as if it was from a Western perspective. So the the Western governments would look upon Iraq or Iran or this this entity known as ISIS or now being called Daesh would look upon them as enemies. From and and do it from a Christian perspective, and, and because so many people on your planet have this crusader karma, it's very easy to inflame them with uh, with fear and hate and anger because the, those buttons. Or the vibration connected in your collective field. It's easy. To, it's easy to do just through media broadcasting. Easy to inflame. So it's interesting that from a Western perspective, it's somewhat easy to ignore day-to-day horrors that are happening particularly in the country of Syria right now. And interestingly, this organization that you know as ISIS, they're well aware that you in the West are willing to ignore the day-to-day horrors happening in those countries. So they, they have done everything they can to circumvent the media that perhaps might be ignoring it and they're going direct with with their own personal media using accounts like YouTube and Twitter not only to recruit their uh, fighters but also to spread the news can can you back up a little bit and just talk about the um the vibration that many people are carrying that is being activated and manipulated to inflame the fear, the anger, the hate? Because, and it's interesting, because we're going to talk about a Western person as A and, a, and a, a, perhaps a, a Islamic person as B, just to make things easier. Um, it doesn't matter whether you, as a Westerner, doesn't matter which side you fought on karmically in one of your past lifetimes, that energy and that indoctrination, you, you, you your army 
whichever side you fought on, your army would have indoctrinated you that the Islam's call any anyone who's not a Muslim would call them infidels, outsiders, and would also do things uh, in their indoctrination to... One of the things they do is to do what you can to dehumanize the other side. That is the truth. That is generally the truth rhetoric-wise for every war that's ever been fought on your planet. That the, the way to the way to indoctrinate your fighters is to dehumanize the enemy. So that resonance is ancient, and until it is resolved, is carried through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Does this make sense? Yeah, it does. And I'm also thinking about like someone, for instance, like James, who says he has fought on both sides. He's incarnated as um, a Christian crusader and also as an Islamic defender, so to speak. How does that play out? So does he get like a double whammy of indoctrination karma that he's got to work through? Or does it cancel cancel each other out? It's the difference between a half a cup and a cup's worth of that stuff, perhaps. Yes? If he, for example, had incarnated only once, he would have a certain amount of vibration that would attract... Or, or would be susceptible to any negativity, and it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter whether he was A during the Crusade and is now B in today's incarnation. Yes, mm-hmm. the vibration's the same. the 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 negativity, the negative part of it, is the same. But the fact that James is certain he has incarnated three separate times, he would probably vibrate. He would probably be more sensitive to that type of vibration. Mm -hmm. He would be more sensitive to the hate-filled rhetoric flying back and forth in the news and the hate-filled rhetoric flying back and forth across social media. Mm. And when you say more sensitive... Do you mean that in terms of he has a heightened awareness of it, or do you mean that he's more susceptible to have to be sort of drawn into the polarization of it? Yes. The the, the second part, especially, it, it, it would be it would be as if he was listening to the radio at at a, at a higher volume. Okay, so some people could sort of, because they don't carry the vibration, they're not being activated by it, and they're not sort of feeding into the the dynamic. If there's a person that could listen to all of this without it pressing their buttons or lighting up their you know, synapses and neurons and making them uncomfortable, there, there are people that could probably listen to all this rhetoric passively they, we would 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 surmise that if there's a person that can listen to all this stuff neutrally that either they had not fought in the crusades in a in a past incarnation or that they had actively gone back and done something to deal with the resonance involved does this make sense Right, so either they've done a lot of work or they never had that resonance to begin with. They've either never had that resonance to begin with or they've worked on it. Right, right. So, and that, that's both of those things are, are possible. Right. And so looking at it from, from a, the point of view of pure resonance, I can see how that could get activated in the abstract 
And yet, I'm also thinking about the very, I was going to say the very real situations, but, you know, I know everything here is illusion. But, you know, when we see the images on the news of places being bombed and um, whether it's in Paris or whether it's in the Middle East or the U.S. or whatever, that also, I would think, regardless of whether you've actually been in the Crusades, wouldn't that also make you feel afraid, make one feel afraid? Perhaps. It's not saying... This this is not to say that your resonance to violence in general isn't would couldn't wouldn't be activi- activated by this because how how you feel about or, or or your your ability to handle images or rhetoric of violence of Sort of lost that there. One's ability to handle that type of imagery and uh, propaganda, for example, would be heightened if you were carrying that resonance, that comma. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Would right. make It would tend to make one exceedingly more uncomfortable. Because those buttons are there to those levers are there to be pulled, those buttons are there to be pressed right, right, and so whether it's whether it's Paris or whether it's San Bernardino or texas or or Syria, Iraq, beirut for for the west Egypt. paris and, and and San Bernardino are closer to home, right, and that would make it more scary. Mm. But there are people looking at this. There are people looking at this somewhat objectively and looking for certain solutions. And then there are other people screaming at the top of their lungs, you know, bomb, bomb them, bomb them, bomb them. Do you see the difference? Right. So some people are looking for solutions. Other people want vengeance. And the ones screaming the loudest for vengeance are probably carrying a higher degree of some of this, of some of this, uh, this karma. Mm, right. That's not to say that. That's not to say that most people don't have at least some. Mm. So, so we can repattern it. Yes, but it would it it it, it it's probably more like you're dealing with layers because there's so many layers. Right, right. And this us and them, this us and them thing. There's that's like holding a. a a gemstone, a cut gemstone in your hand, and every every quarter inch turn, or you know, every quarter turn that you're looking at that gem, there's so many different facets of it. Yes. Right. So we when we repattern, we'd be dealing with what you can see on one side of the gem at one time, perhaps, maybe not even all of it. Right. Right. So obviously, it's not something that we're going to do in in twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes from now, you're not going to be done. <laughs> right. However, we but will. But you can get started. Right. We we will be further along than we were. And the nature of your process is that you will unlock of the resonance repatterning process is you're going to unlock something and. Uh, and it should provide certain levels of relief. Yes. And and the intention is that we who are receiving this repatterning will then uplift those that we come into contact with. You'll bring that, each of you 
on this call will bring that vibration to those around you and hopefully provide them some relief as well. And so that's why we don't have to worry about all the people that aren't on this call in terms of, you know, what people say, you know, if we're looking at this as, as a collective vibration, there's, you know, there's millions, billions of people that are not going to be doing this repatterning. But we are, we're here, we're doing what we can do. And Well, you could look at all this spreading rage and hatred and anger. You could look at it as a virus. Hmm. Well, you could also look at this, the results of this repatterning as a, a good virus. Yes? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yes. This is the kind of virus you want to get and that you want to see spread. So every every one of you on this teleconference, when you have finished participating in tonight's repatterning, you're going to bring a level of relief to those around you over the next days and weeks. And then next month, when you go further, you will do that even some more. Yes. And I would also invite people to to tell other people about it. Have them listen to the recording. Have them come to the call next month. Please, please spread this information. Get them to get them to join the group on Facebook or get them to where they can get this this call information or the, the, the replay information. So one of the things that you mentioned was these, these blinking karma buttons. Yes. Can you just talk a little bit more about that, what, what that means? If if you, we didn't have this, if you humans didn't have this crusader energy, that, then the rhetoric of uh, looking at it from a Western perspective, the re- rhetoric of government A against government B or entity B, ISIS not necessarily being a government, although there's, they're very quickly becoming one, and part of the Western rhetoric is to not give them any legitimacy, and yet these organizations that Entity A would call terrorist organizations, most of them are functioning minor government entities. And the interesting thing is that uh, these entities would call any Government A, they they would call them terrorists. Yes, mm-hmm. it's the same word, just depends on which side you're on. And the fact of the matter is that uh, A governments, Western governments, they they need these enemies in order to legitimize themselves. So the the interesting thing is is it's not ISIS is not your enemy if you are a part of government A or a person living under government A. That's another, that is something for, something we have already spoken about that we're going to talk about, is it next time or the time after that? Right. So, So getting back to, so if we didn't, so you had mentioned if we didn't have this crusader energy, Yes. Then the rhetoric wouldn't wouldn't inflame you to anywhere near the degree you'd be able to be more objective. Mm. You wouldn't be so easily drawn into the madness. And the less people that are drawn into the madness, the less madness there is, I would think. Yes. 
that's where you're talking about thought forms or or thought forms. And so, yes, that's where you're talking about, uh, and that's another another call we've discussed too. And that's where you talk about active disengagement. Right. The ISIS ISIS benefits from having the citizenry of the United States react with anger. It's interesting that that every that it's it's so paradoxical that ISIS benefits from every bomb dropped upon them. Hmm. And so turning off these blinking karma buttons means less people inflamed and engaged in the conflict. Yes. And so so it's kind of like less energy is going into the conflict. Yes. And as we withdraw our energy from the conflict, then the conflict is not supported and will go out like a fire goes out. There's no fuel. Hmm. And the fuel of these conflicts is is the rage and hatred and anger. Right. There'd be no... And fear, I would think. Well, fear is... Yes. Because even if you're not full of rage, you may be full of fear. Rage, hatred, and anger are the result of fear. Fear is the... Uh-huh. Fear is the overwhelming umbrella that all the other stuff's underneath was part of. Hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So, so as we move into the repatterning, do you have any, um, any last words for us or is there anything that you think particularly we should focus on in the repatterning? When the issues come up, see if you could sort of step back a little bit and try and get in touch with that person you may have been now 800 years ago of your time, 700 years ago, yes? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. You may get... It, it it's interesting that you may get actually while you are trying to to actively go and do this you 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 may be surprised how how clear a picture of who you might have been uh at that at that time may come to you most most people don't look to go there so therefore they don't get that information they get vague feelings, or they get vague sensations of deja, like deja vu. Mm-hmm. And but if if you had enough time, you could consciously go back and, and figure out who these people were that you that you were. Hmm. You could certainly get templates of, of of many of your past lives if you were to actively go and seek that. First of all, you'd have to believe in past lives. Second of all, you'd have to start to understand the patterns of once you've identified uh, the the person you were during that lifetime, male or female, what their job was, et cetera, then, then other stuff will start to come to you. Hmm. And I'm also wondering if that's even necessary in terms of the repatterning process. Because... Not necessary, but right. uh, insightful. Definitely not necessary. Right. Not at all. Because I'm we... thinking, like the first thing that comes to mind is, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> to... 
you know, because I just I'm thinking about James, who who actually did this like three years ago, who was in meditation for months on end, like going back and revisiting. James all of had these. time for that. <laughs> he had time yeah. for that. Most people don't have time. Most for that. Most people don't have time for that, but that's why. And you asked me if if right. you asked us I if there was if there was something. Yes. And so during this, you you put aside you put aside the time to be on this call. So while while this repatterning is happening, if you sort of turned the light on in the other room and sort of paid attention to what was going on in there just a little bit, you you might be surprised at what you find. Mm. You did ask. I did. Yeah. And, and seeing as how most people on this call intend to stay on it till the end, that's something they might be able to do in, in the meantime as well. Right. Yes. Yes. There you go. Excellent. So Thank you. This, there's more to come. Yes. 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 Well, thank you very, very much. I appreciate your taking the time to talk with us. Blessings. Thank you. So that didn't seem too broad. No, I, no, that was good. You did a nice job, I guess. Thank you. Mm. I thank you. Okay, so let's move into the repatterning, and we'll see where we go. So let's see here. Um, I'm just going to ask you to take a little pause, center within yourself. and And so what the guide said was you can – in your awareness, um, see if you can get a sense of maybe who you were 800 or so years ago. Actively go and and see if you can get a clear picture, or you might get some insights. Okay. So we're going to move into the repatterning now. So. What I'd like to do is just I'm going to ask for your permission to include you in this session. And I've also received information from a number of people who said that they would like to be proxied in as the call is happening who weren't able to be here. So they are being included. And I'm also including in this session anybody who listens to the recording. So you can uh, set your intention now whether you're on the call or whether you're listening to the recording. I'm going to ask your permission, and you can say yes if you'd like to be included in the repatterning. So may I have your permission to muscle check for you as part of the group field and include you in this session? Yes. Yes. So that engages your free will mm. since we're in the, the realm of free will here. It's important to, to recognize and engage our free will. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do is use muscle checking to tap into the group energy field and just see what we need to look at here in terms of, I guess, turning off these blinking karma buttons around the crusade. So there's something that we need to look at from a specific repatterning. No, there's something that we need to do from a modality. Yes. Okay. So the modality that's needed is from this index, this index, this index. Okay. So this is interesting. Rather than actually identify the um, the specific karmic patterns, um, we are going to go right to the modalities to do some shifting. So I'm just going to check. It would be beneficial for us to talk about some patterns at this time. We don't need to. So as you're holding this in your awareness, you might get a sense of which patterns we're working with. Um, certainly the rage, hatred, anger, fear, that gets activated in the present moment. And the different levels of fear. So the modality that we need as a group is something from this index. So I have a list of options here. So it's something from A through E. Something from F. Something from G. Yes. So this is um, welcoming our shadow. 
that's what we're going to do here. So it's interesting that the guide had mentioned about, you know, shining a light on these issues and getting insight. Okay, so this helps us to open to our shadow. And our shadow is the part of ourself that we might not recognize as ours and we might reject it. And there are virtues as well as flaws in our shadow, which at an unconscious level and according to the rules of our family's um, conscience, so the, the family system, the generational patterns, also the rules of the groups that we belong to, um, the society that we belong to for, for sure. Um, so these virtues and these flaws at an unconscious level are inadequate, so we repress them. So we, when we bring to light our shadow, we can become more accomplished and coherent people, and we can use our resources in the best possible way. We might lose some innocence, but we gain maturity. So what I'd like you to do is you're going to close your eyes. And connect with your breath, breathing in and out through your nose. You want to get nice and comfortable. And you can change my words to suit you. And every time that you breathe in, you can feel how you relax more and more, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. You can give yourself the opportunity to go into a deep, deep state of relaxation every time you breathe in. And now you can see, imagine, or feel that you're surrounded by a small white circle. The circle's very small, it's white, and it's very tight. You can hardly move inside of it. You've been enclosed in this white circle for a long time. And now you can clearly recognize it. It may be that you felt protected and safe in this small white circle. It's familiar to you. You quite possibly feel peaceful and innocent inside this circle. People in your group, your family, those you feel identified with, have lived and live in white circles very similar to yours. Living surrounded by this circle makes you feel connected to them. Nevertheless, you now realize how small this circle is and how confined you feel inside of it. So you choose to find out what is beyond. In the beginning, 
it may be that whatever is outside the circle seems black, dark, dangerous to you. But at this moment, you're only deciding to take a glimpse. And you can always go back to your white circle. And the more you see outside, the more you're amazed at the different colors and tones As the seconds go by, you can perceive shades of red, blue, green, brown, gray, violet, yellow. There is much, much more to discover. With awe and with pleasure, you realize that through the simple fact of discovering other colors, your white circle is expanding. And now you have the space you need to move and to be free. Your circle has filled up with different colors, and it's no longer white. You can perceive the different colors and tones that are in your circle, and how each color brings splendor and well-being into your life. You have grown beyond your system's conscience. The rules of your family, of the groups that you belong to, of society, your country, your language, your religion. And now notice what you see. Notice what you are feeling. Try to perceive if there is any sensation of guilt or anxiety in your body. And if you feel any uncomfortable sensation, you can know that that's because you're moving beyond. You're moving beyond what the old rules were. You're moving into the new paradigm. So now I'm going to see if there's something that we need to do to diffuse any blockage in the expansion of your conscience. So there's something that we need to do, yes. From this index, yes. And it's something from A, B, C, D, E, F. 1 through 5, 6 through 10, 11, 12. Okay. So we're going to do some parasympathetic nervous system balancing. So this brings relaxation, and it allows for a feeling of safety, connection, and bonding. And this is a polarity contact that's excellent for shock or whenever you need to calm yourself down. This is also good to do if you have insomnia. So what you're going to do is you're going to lie on your left side 
with your upper right knee bent. And if you're sitting, you can also do this sitting. And you're going to place your left hand on the right side of your neck and throat. And you're going to place your right hand right under your buttocks and curl your fingers gently under your sits bone so that you're kind of sitting on your fingertips there. And relax deeply. Close your eyes and breathe. You might even feel layers of tension or anxiety just falling away. on the line there. You just want to keep still there. And so this Posture helps to balance your nervous system, allows for bonding, safety, calmness, and relaxation. So we can think of this as calming the vibration of that crusader karma, calming that vibration down. So now you can fuse this new level of consciousness into your being. You've expanded your consciousness, and at the same time, your family system, the groups that you belong to, they feel at peace too. Now breathe deeply. And with every breath, bring your attention to the here and now. Open your eyes. Reorient yourself to your surroundings. is complete, yes. There's anything more that the group needs at this time from the repatterning process? No. Good. So notice how you're feeling now and and you can do this Meditation, if you have some time, you can go back and do a meditation and actively see if you can gain any insight or information about the Crusader karma as it applies to you. And then you can come back and listen to the recording of this modality and clear that. I'm very interested to uh, see if anybody actually uh, got any pictures of of 
what they may or what the person might have been. Mm. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that someone that actually uh, that actually fought in the Crusades. It could be the husband or wife. Uh, it could be the wife of someone who went. It could be a. It could be the all. Um, all of these armies had supply trains and followers and uh, you know chandlers uh, uh, people who uh, what do they call them sutlers you know the people that kept them supplied uh cooks etc cetera, etc cetera. could be any of those people so right right I'd be very interested anybody anybody uh, on the call type in the chat room what what they might have got uh and um if you're on the phone, you can press, I think it's star 8. You can raise your hand. You can let us know. Yeah. And, and if you didn't, that's okay. I, I, I feel a lot more relief. I feel a lot less pressure. Good, good. Yeah, you could have been, you know, you could have been a child that was left at home. Yeah, let's see here. We got uh, North and Central Arizona. Hello. Hello, this is Christina. Oh, hey, Christina. Hi. I didn't get a person. I got um, when I was when I was laying on my side. It was extremely uncomfortable, like it was um, going to suffocate me. But I stayed, and it. I wanted to hold the, a sword of truth in the ground and say that I can stand in my own truth now. And for some reason, I asked for Archangel Michael to come and stand with me. And we both had a sword in the ground and he held my hand. And it was just wonderful. Wow. Sweet. That's that's terrific. Thank you for sharing that. That's powerful. Yeah, neat. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. That's beautiful. Well, I'd be interested to see if you can connect with Michael, you know, at times when you feel like you need to that kind of strength of, of standing in your truth. That's That's fantastic. I feel more awake right now, and at the beginning of it, it didn't seem like anything was anything, you know, and then that happened, so I thought that was amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Wonderful. All right. So guest nine says uh, they feel okay right now. So that's good. 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 All right. Anybody else like to share what how you experienced that? If you're on the phone. You can press star eight. Just type into the chat room. Good. So, did you get any um, any images, James? Well, I <laughs> not really. I mean, uh, because I'm already pretty. Uh, you already. I I already are. I already have a pretty good idea. Yeah. I already got right. them images a long time ago. Right. And well, took me months. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, That's funny. Somebody from West Washington. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey Liz. It's hey. me, Christine. Hi there. Hi, I just I just wanted to say that um, it's at at the very end I and I I can't get it out of my mind this giant white stallion, and it feels like I was like a little kid and I was like this my horse or my not my horse but my favorite horse was leaving. Wow! So it was like it was like a a big white one of those huge horses, you know, marching off to war, I guess. Never thought it would come back. Wow. But a very noble-looking horse. Wow. And did it feel okay to see it leaving? That's sad. 
sad. Yeah. Kind yeah. of bittersweet, you know. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so you might even go back and and do this modality if you're noticing, you know, the sadness filtering through. Um and it's not, you know, if it's not moving out, um you can come back and listen to this modality again. Or okay. you might just notice, you know, you might just notice, oh, there's some sadness and it's, you know, and there it goes and now it's gone. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, thank okay. you for that. You're welcome. Thank okay. you for sharing. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, we're it's about seven past the hour, so I guess um we're coming to our the end of our time together here. So, um thank you everybody for joining in and as I mentioned, you can go back and listen to this. So the um the listening link is the um is the same as the link that I sent you to um to get on the call live. So that that'd be the playback link and that'll be available pretty um almost immediately after the call um I would just you know I wouldn't listen to this like more than once a day or more than you know maybe a couple of times in the next week or so I would definitely listen to it again though cuz the things that came up uh you know the 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 stuff that came up would definitely be beneficial to do to get it at a deeper level right Good. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And uh, that also that what we did with the um, that parasympathetic nervous system hold, that's a great thing to do if you're if you have insomnia, if you're feeling anxious, you can do that. And um, you know, you can do that lying down, or you can do it sitting up. So um, so remember that one and use that as as you might need it. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, thank you, James. Thank you, Council. And thank you, everyone. Yeah, we'll talk to you next Have year. Have a happy holiday season, everybody. Please enjoy, enjoy, and be safe. Yeah, we'll be back uh, the first Monday in in January. I guess that's going to be January 5th. So we'll see you then, and we'll pick it back up. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Good- goodbye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.